Welcome to the Move Forward Podcast with Dr. Kim Moss. We are here to move you forward in the call of God for your life, your career, and your ministry through prophetic insight, practical teaching, and powerful conversations with influential leaders. Never throw away your confidence. It is time to move forward. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Move Forward Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kim Moss. I am so happy that you're here today, and we are continuing our talk on becoming shrewd, being shrewd people of God so that we know how to make decisions for the future and navigate the times that we're in. If you haven't listened to the first two parts of this message, I encourage you to do so so that you are all caught up. We've talked about how shrewdness is something that Jesus said the sons of the world are, but the sons of the light um, need to become. And shrewdness in scripture, which is all throughout scripture, is not just negative, but it's also positive. Just like everything, it can have a positive and a negative connotation. We talked about those last week, and today we want to talk, begin to talk about how shrewd is portrayed in scripture. So let's begin, shall we? So in Proverbs 24, three to four, it says, by wisdom, a house is built by understanding it is established and by knowledge it is filled with all pleasant and precious treasure. <laughs> well, this word wisdom in this passage right here is actually the word shrewd. It's actually the the Hebrew word for shrewd. So shrewd means in scripture what this passage is saying, what Proverbs is saying here is that it's wisdom plus understanding plus knowledge. You see, wisdom plus understanding plus knowledge means that the house that is built and who's the house of God, that's you and I, will be filled with all pleasant and precious treasure. And so then you'll be able to bring out the treasure whenever you need it for your life. See, it means that you have critical judgment with insight and foresight. Why? You're going to need this. Because it's not just about having stuff. Listen, it's not just about filling your house with stuff. It's not about decorating the outside of our house, meaning our bodies. But it's about being the people of God so that we have wisdom and understanding and knowledge to navigate the times and to lead other people help them navigate the times to lead them into the worship of the living God and advance the kingdom of God through any time and season. It's This is really important. So to be shrewd is to have wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. So Proverbs 14 to 15 says, the simple believe every word, but the wise, which again is the word shrewd, considers well his steps. So who are the simple? <laughs> the simple in this passage are those who are without moral and intellectual wisdom. They're gullible. They're easily taken in by deception. So did you get that? Without moral and intellectual wisdom. The only way you're going to have moral wisdom is if you read scripture. You need to know who God is, how he works with people, what he says is right, what he says is wrong. If you listen to the culture you really are without moral and intellectual wisdom. You're not just thinking straight. You're not understanding straight. And your heart will be led astray by deception. Knowledge, understanding, and wisdom with the ability to make a critical determination means that you will be able to have thoughtful, prudent, prophetically insightful 
foresight to live the abundant life that Jesus speaks about. So what is foresight? That means that prophetically you have revelation, understanding what God wants to do in the future that has implications for the present. Listen, God, God doesn't just tell you what's going on in the future so that you can just go, okay, well, if that's what he wants, that's fine. He can do it. No, it's because it has implications for the future. That means that there are actions you need to take now in the present so that you can have that abundant life in the future that Jesus is speaking about. So listen, the simple are those who are without moral and intellectual wisdom. It means that they, you are tossed about by every wind of doctrine. What that's really talking about is every very every vain imagination and every philosophical deception that comes into the world. There are many of those going on right now. And again, I'm going to ask you, like I have every week, please don't get political on me right now. I'm talking scripture. The Lord understands that at every time in the world since the beginning, there have been, there have been human philosophies and deceptions that come in from the enemy. They're planted by the enemy in people who do not believe that God really exists. That really is what it means to be morally and intellectually unwise because see those who are not wise, they don't even believe the Lord exists. They have no fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And in order to have the fear of the Lord, you have to believe as, as it says in Hebrews chapter six, you have to believe that he exists. You can't please God unless you believe he exists. When you, when you don't believe that he exists, it doesn't matter what your morality is. It doesn't matter what you think is moral. It doesn't matter what you think and how you plan for your future because you're not going to please God. Why? Because you don't know his ways. You don't know what really is good for you or good for others. Our God is a good God. He wants what's right for people. He wants what's right for creation. He, he, only deals in what is right. He is only love. He is only healer, but he is also just. And so we cannot understand what is morally right and what is intellectually right, meaning right with God, unless we fear God. And so the simple, see those who, who have no understanding, they haven't searched out God. They haven't searched out what it, what his righteousness looks like. They haven't, they haven't read his word. They don't take it into account. They are easily taken in by deception. But the shrewd scripture is saying they have the ability to make critical decisions. They, they can discriminate between what is right and what is wrong. They're not criticizing. Okay. That's a whole different thing. Listen, you need to understand if you have great discernment, that's wonderful. But if you don't have love, then you're just going to criticize people because you're going to see what's wrong and you're going to point it out. And it doesn't matter who you hurt or how they feel about it. You're not loving people, but we are to make critical discriminations, meaning that we are to think critically. What does that mean? That means that we are discerning and we know the difference between right and wrong, what is good and what is bad, what is morally correct according to God, what is intellectually right according to God, how God works, <coughs> excuse me, 
who he is, what he wants, and we make those critical discriminations so that we can make good judgments and we can make right decisions. It means that our emotions are not driving the bus. <laughs> what I mean by that is that our woundings are not filtering what we are thinking and understanding, but we are seeing rightly and clearly so that we can make good decisions. We have revelatory wisdom and knowledge. See, if I'm led by emotions, oftentimes I'm going to make decisions that are out of emotion. I am reacting. I am not responding to a situation. And that's not being shrewd. The simple. Isaiah says in Isaiah 44, verses 18 to 19, they do not know, nor do they understand. This is a simple. Those do not know, they do not know, nor do they understand. No one considers in his heart, nor is there knowledge or understanding. In other words, there's no shrewdness. When they say, shall I bow down to a block of wood? <laughs> you see what's happening here is that Isaiah is speaking to all those who were in that time, their idolatry took the form of carvings. They would carve idols in the, in the images of, of, of men, in the images of birds, in the images of other parts of creation. And, that, and then they would bow down to it and they would call it God. And Isaiah says they're, they're simple. They're being led astray by deception. They, don't they consider in their heart that I carved this with my own hands and then I call it a God and I bow down to it? It's not a God. Now we would laugh at that and we would say, of course not. But listen, I know many people who think that their 500 people friends on Facebook is their true community. It cannot be. It cannot be. We have many idols even in our time. And they don't look like a block of wood, but they are just as simple. We are just as simple when we worship our, our, our government, when we worship our business, when we worship our money, when we worship our power, when we, when they, we think that our, our community is a bunch of people on a, on a, on a app on our phone. This is not being shrewd. This is not having wisdom and understanding and knowledge. It's being simple. So see, to be shrewd, on the other hand, listen, to be shrewd is to be spirit informed and illuminated. Proverbs 13, 16 in the Passion Translation, it says that everything a wise and shrewd man does comes from a source of revelation knowledge. You see this wisdom, this understanding, this knowledge, this doesn't, doesn't come, it doesn't originate from our own mind, from our learning. This is what it means that when we are, when we think that we are intellectually sound, sometimes we are depending on our education and education is good. I am an educated woman and having research and having understanding behind us in that way is, is being, being taught, being learned is very good. It's very important, but it's not revelation knowledge. That kind of wisdom, that kind of understanding and wisdom uh, and knowledge only comes from God, has God at its source. Jeremiah 33, 3 says that, ask of me and I will show you great and mighty things you could not have known. You can't search it out. You can't learn it. You can't be trained in it. See, it's knowledge that can come only from God. It comes from scripture. It comes from, from your experience with the Holy Spirit. And even that needs to be tested by scripture. 
These things come from God. So shrewdness, it's a type of prophetic perception. It's a type of prophetic revelation, revelation, something that can only be revealed by God. So shrewdness, you see, is the ability to assess a situation and circumstances insightfully, discerningly, wisely, prophetically, and then be able to draw a sound conclusion. Very interestingly, that word sound, a sound conclusion, it means without damage or decay. It's not, it's not wounded. It's not, it doesn't come from your bitterness. It doesn't come from, from old, old unhealed anger, but it comes actually from scripture and from understanding who God is and how he works with his people from his word. So it's sound, it's without damage. It's without decay. There are no holes in it. There's no frailty. There's no corruption to it. God and his word and his wisdom cannot be corrupted. It can't be corrupted. So we can stand on it. We can depend on it. Doesn't Matthew 7, 24 to 25, it says, everyone then who hears these words of mine, Jesus said, and does them will be like a wise. Yes, that word is shrewd. So will be like a shrewd man who built his house on a rock and the rain fell and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. This is what it means to be shrewd. Shrewd. It's how Joseph led his family and fed his family and the nations during global famine while continuing to personally prosper. You see, being shrewd, Joseph was able to gain a promotion from Pharaoh who didn't even believe in his God nor share his morality so that he could become the most influential and powerful man in the nation. This is, this is an interesting thing to think about because you see, God will even use us in this time if we are shrewd and if we allow him to help us to think on a different plane, to think at a different level, to, to think with a different paradigm. He will allow us to be positioned in this time to influence and, and even advise those who do not believe in our God. Why? Because God cares about all people. He cares about every nation. He cares about, about those that we would call our enemies politically. He cares about those who we would call our enemies personally. He makes the rain to fall down on the just and the unjust. Why? Because really, do you remember John 3, 16 and 17 when he says, you know, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe on him, whosoever would believe on him, would receive eternal life, should not perish but receive eternal life. He did not come into the world to condemn the world, but that through him, the world would be saved. This is the mission of Jesus Christ. And this is our mission. And this is what scripture is showing us through Joseph. Joseph not only saved his family and all of Israel, when, when his brother so brutally treated him and threw him in a pit and then he was sold into slavery. And then, you know, he went through so many trials and he was in prison, but then he was raised up and he was positioned alongside, alongside Pharaoh, an unbeliever, a pagan, 
so that he, so that Joseph could save that whole nation and save God's people because God is interested in saving people. He loves people. He wants them to come to know him. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is shrewdness. This is how Joseph fed his family and the nations during a global famine. God gave him revelatory wisdom. He was shrewd. Shrewd is how David escaped from Saul, remained alive, and then thrived during that time of exile. See, being shrewd, David didn't just simply survive the warfare. I think many of us feel that way. We feel like we're, we just want to hide and wait till it's all over. But this is not what God is calling us to, you see. Being shrewd, he didn't simply survive the warfare. He began to thrive. He continued to advance the kingdom even while he was in exile, being being sought at banks, being being followed after and 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 fleeing from Saul, who's trying to kill him. He continued to advance the kingdom even during that time. And what that did, do you understand? That prepared him to be the king. See, sometimes I think that we, we think, oh, well, I, you know, you, you're asking me, Dr. Kim, just to thrive so that I can advance God's kingdom, but so God can use me. No, no. You see, God is preparing you even in this time that if you will hang on, persevere, and you will be, you will, you will endure in this time and you will learn what you need to learn, think in a different way and become shrewd and allow God to give you new thoughts and new understandings, new, new new paradigms, new priorities, new boundaries. And if you will learn to be shrewd in this time, it will prepare you for the future God has for you so that you can fulfill the thing that God created you for. Yes. And we will advance the kingdom. Yes. And God is all about that as well. It's both. And it's not either or God never uses people. In that, in that negative sense of using, but he will use us for his glorious purposes and that we will, we will get to see the, the amazing and miraculous things that God will do in this season. Shrewd. It's what Solomon asked for and then received so that he could lead the people of God and prosper. You know, shrewdness, it's what Solomon needed for leadership and he understood it. He needed, he needed wisdom. And in, and of course it's that same word. You see, he needed shrewdness so that he could lead, so that he could govern and so that he and the nation of God could prosper. And he dealt shrewdly with the enemies of his father. And, and of course, can you remember the story of the two women who had a dispute over the baby? He was so wise and that wisdom comes from God. See, it came by the Holy Spirit. He was anointed with wisdom by the power of the Holy Spirit. And then he reigned and ruled in a righteous way for a time, at least. God prospered him like he'd prospered no other king. Shrewdness is what we all need. Shrewd is how Esther, being an orphan girl, gained influence over the wicked Haman and saved her nation. See, being shrewd, she chose selflessness. Listen, she was an orphan girl. And then she was sent to the palace to sleep with the king who may or may not make her queen, may or may not just throw her in a harem, never to be heard from again. But being shrewd, see, she chose to be selfless and honoring. 
She had a vision to die for at a time when Haman chose selfish ambition instead and personal gain. See, when you look at that story, you see that 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 story is contrasting the wickedness of Haman and the selflessness and the wisdom of this orphan girl, Esther. She was shrewd and she gained influence over this wickedness and saved her nation. Shrewd, it's how the wise woman in 2 Samuel ended a conflict and saved her city. Being shrewd, see, she discerned what the root issue was and she cut off the head of the true enemy and it saved her people. Shrewd, it's what made Daniel an exiled youth, the advisor to a king. Being shrewd, Daniel, who in every matter of wisdom and understanding, was found 10 times better than the magicians and the enchanters and the diviners, the witches of an, ungodly, of an ungodly nation. He rose to the top and helped lead his people. He was shrewd and it was a God-given wisdom and understanding. Shrewd, it's what Paul assumes that we all have when he says, I speak to you as to wise men, shrewd men, judge for yourselves what I am saying. That comes from 1 Corinthians 10 to 15. It's the same Greek word, shrewd. See, being shrewd, we're not to judge hearts, but we are called to judge fruit, judge the situation, judge policies, judge philosophies. And we're supposed to come to a sound conclusion so that we can make good and right decisions. This is where we are going. This is what God is wanting for us in this time. This is the imperative thing we need to navigate this very season that we're in. And listen, it's not just this moment in time, this month, or even this year of 2022. I'm talking about for this next decade and beyond. We always need shrewdness, but we in particular need shrewdness in this era that we have stepped into. Shrewd is what Jesus expects of all of his disciples. In Matthew 10, 16, he says, Behold, I send you out as sheep among wolves. So be wise. That word again is shrewd. It's the same Greek word. Be shrewd as serpents and innocent as doves. We're going to stop right there and we'll take this up again next week. We're going to talk exactly about that particular passage of scripture because it has much to say and it has much to to show us about what it really means to be shrewd in our times and what Jesus meant when he said, I send you out as sheep among wolves, so be shrewd as a serpent, innocent as doves. Why shrewd as a serpent? Well, I'm going to tell you next week. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again next week on Move Forward with Dr. Kim Moss. And we will continue our study in this word called shrewd. Thank you for joining us for the Move Forward podcast. We would love for you to rate this podcast and share it with a friend. You can connect with Dr. Kim on social media. For those links and more, visit her website, kimmoss.com. Host Dr. Kim Moss leads Kim Moss Ministries and Women of Our Time. She is the author of Prophetic Community, The Way of the Kingdom, Facing Ziklag, and The Four Questions. You can find those books on Amazon. Remember, never throw away your confidence. It is time to move forward. <laughs>